James Marcus Speller, Jim Campbell's here. Hello. Luke Moore's here. All right. Pete Donaldson's here. All right. And you're here. Let's get on with it. Everybody, welcome to the Football Rabble preview show sponsored by Bet365. All four of us are here. You already know that. Yes. Do you know that? I like the <laughs> we way could you be said, lying. I like the way he said, let's get on with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was talking about the cowbell. Yeah. Fair let's enough. get out of the way. Yeah. You can't, have, you can't have enough of that cowbell slash wooden block slash muted cowbell. Let's welcome in the weekend, guys. How's about that, eh? Woo! You'll be listening to this on Friday, I'm guessing, yeah. unless you've, you've uh, treated yourself to a Saturday morning. Listen- yeah. Mm. Saturday morning run along the seafront. Bit of rambling in your ears. Mm. Well There's done. very limited people who can enjoy that because the sea is finite. We are an island. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Limited to, people. I don't think I'm the first person to break this to you, Pete. <laughs> serve it as a reminder, an yeah. aid memoir. What about those who don't have passage to the sea? Like the landlocked Chinese <laughs> in the middle of China. Or the people of Birmingham. Yes. <laughs> well, they can just, you know... Well, someone think Travel, of Birmingham. Mm. Mm. Well, perhaps we will uh, later on in the show. <laughs> but now we're going to focus on West London and Liverpool. It's Chelsea versus Liverpool. It's David Luiz's second debut. It's <laughs> well, possibly Jim. We don't know at this early I thought stage. That had been confirmed. Uh, well, John Terry's out, isn't he? Mm. Yes. So uh, David Luiz, I want him. The clown. I really want him to play, and uh, it's under the Friday night lights. It's wonderful Friday night football. Every night mm. there's football, or every day there's football now. Possibly buoyed by about four or five years ago, Chelsea and Liverpool drew four all at Stamford Bridge in a Champions League game. That for me is now just a template for every Chelsea Liverpool game. Like, every time I hear them <laughs> yeah. playing each other, well, you hope it's going to be. Them. I just think it's going to be goals. There are going to be goals. But there, it- there was, they did. Bore us a lot for a period. Exactly, they met for, quite often. For some reason, that hasn't hooked itself into my mind. Are you looking at the fixture and you think, wait, Mourinho or Benitez aren't involved? Yeah, I know. it's confusing. Mm. Mm. I'm, no, not, I, I'm not to be honest. No, but I, I do take the point. Yeah. Nobody remembers the bits in Bad Boys or Bad Boys Two where the explosions don't happen. No, exactly. They remember the rotating uh, camera and I'm the explosions. A, I am a huge fan of Bad Boys, but it's Bad Boys Two not so much. Third one's coming back. Is there a third one? Is there? Yeah, as, as many it's as coming three. back. <laughs> as many as three. That's what they wanted. Yeah. yeah. Beverly Hills Cop did three. All I will say about that is that lessons have not been learned. Naked Gun did three. They did, but Naked Gun's a classic. Yeah. It is. It really is a it classic. Is, yeah. Bad Boys Two was unnecessary for me. Yeah, I, I wasn't that fussed by the first one, to be honest with you. Could you, yeah. could you, would you like to see uh, a Bad Boys 3 perhaps in, in the Martin Lawrence and Will Smith roles, Klopp and Conte? I think it'd be quite like a double act. Yeah. I, I'd prefer a film Good Boys. Yeah, okay. when nothing happens. That's okay. how straight laced you are. <laughs> just everyone has a nice time yeah. for an Average hour and a half. Boys. It'd be Guardiola, Guardiola and Ancelotti. Yeah, yeah just doing that. Yeah, really just getting yeah. on. Yeah. Ancelotti. Respecting each other. Yeah. <laughs> well, it is Klopp versus Conte, or Conte versus Klopp because it's This is going to be feisty, isn't it? Yeah, well, Diego Costa's involved, Jim, so it's a given. But Klopp did say that Diego Costa is world class, and if other supporters from different clubs love you, then it's not a good sign. Yeah, yeah you don't want the way fans to be, oh, please, he's playing. But then. Should <laughs> should the Liverpool fans heap love on Costa to keep him at bay? No, I don't they don't heap it on Lallana. So why should they? Do that? <laughs> <laughs> Lallana's doing very well at the moment, Peter. Yeah, I know. So hey, give him a bit of respect. Hey, no, he scored for England a 
against Slovakia. <laughs> oh, brave boys. Yeah. yeah. How, how difficult is it to score for England? Mm. Let alone against Slovakia. Exactly. They, they don't right. help you, do they? No. <laughs> <laughs> well, Skirtle did. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, and maybe he'll help Chelsea if he's, uh, if he's around for that one. So, uh, yeah, I mean, Liverpool keep, um, keep smashing goals past people, don't they? And um, obviously there's the, the David Luiz anomaly. Uh, we're not yet to see how that's going to function back in Chelsea's defence. So it could be, it could be goalie, couldn't it? I, th- could I, th- I think Liverpool were obviously irresistible going forward, uh, and um, but uh, it's dread- just dreadful at the back. They scored the same amount of goals this season as Chelsea have in the league. Is that so? Right? People talk about Costa being informed, being the, the big striker of the Premier League at the moment. Mm. Liverpool have managed as many goals as them, but yes. they also concede a fair few as well. You have made the case for Liverpool. I have made the case for Chelsea on our YouTube channel in the video yes, this week. Yes, we have. Yeah, well, we talked a bit about that. Um, mm-hmm. We actually mentioned we actually mentioned the fact. That Louise was back, and I said it's not necessarily a good thing for Chelsea. He's back. Um, <laughs> for the neutrals, it's blooming marvellous. But speaking of goals, over three and a half goals is uh, thirteen to eight with better three six five. So ten pound returns you twenty six pound twenty five, including your stake. Mm-hmm. And it, the thing is about the Friday night thing under the lights, everyone's excited, aren't they? Yeah. Mm. And, and we talked a bit last week about how is the Manchester derby going to be exciting because the Saturday early kickoffs aren't normally that good, but mm. they actually it actually really was. Yeah. So that bodes well for the early game this week, which of course on a Friday night under lights will be even more exciting. Yeah, I mean a lot of people were sort of reticent to accept football being on a Friday night because it's very, very untraditional, but it does really make it feel like an event, doesn't it? Especially when it's a big game like this with so much history between them. Heavy metal on a Friday night. Klopp will be loving it. Absolutely well, but And also, for most people with the, the traditional working schedule, you watch the game of football and then you have two days off. Yeah. I mean, Peter. To recover. Peter Donaldson. <laughs> From That's the gig and press. <laughs> you get to exhale. That's your kind of scheduling. Mm. Are you explaining the concept of Friday to people? <laughs> yeah. Who out there doesn't no, to know Pete that? I, as Rebecca oh, right. Black said, got to get down on Friday. Yeah. Did you really? Yes. Okay. She's a knocking about. She is. I think well, she should know mean. that, but I do. Yeah. Because <laughs> her story was that she was like the daughter of like a wealthy family or something, and she's really wanting want to make a single, so mm. she's made it happen. Yeah. And then it became virally very successful. Um, but I heard that she did. Didn't she make a song called Saturday as well? Oh, dear, really? Can, I didn't say that. You've got to respect that, wouldn't you? She's a bit of self deprecation. That's not too bad. <laughs> Depends. That's yeah. fine. That's fine. Uh, but yeah, I do fancy Chelsea for that one. For, any, yeah. for, for well, what it's L- worth. Liverpool won their 3 1 last season. They did. Um, <clears throat> as I said on the video, that doesn't matter. No, I guess not. <laughs> uh, but Leicester are playing Burnley. What a win for Leicester in the Champions oh, League. Incredible, wasn't it? Was it was wonderful to it watch. It was against that team, though. Yeah. Yeah. Club it was, Bruges. It was against Well, you can only thrash what's put in front of you. <laughs> as, as Zinedine Zidane said after Real Madrid just clawed it back and won the game against Sporting Club de Portugal. Uh, there are no easy games in the Champions League. Mm. Um, Barcelona 7, Celtic, <laughs> Bayern, whatever they got but against Bre- Rostov, yeah, Dortmund. But Bre- yeah. yeah. Brendan Rodgers seemed to be absolutely delighted with that. Yeah. <laughs> he was like, you know, this is a great experience for my team. Great experience, yeah. <laughs> they'll, they'll get beat. They're much better teams than us have been beating 7 in the new camp. He said it like uh, Barcelona, a lot of the Celtic players hadn't been to Barcelona. They did the whole tourist thing. And they went, right, uh, well, we've got that game to football. Don't worry, yeah, that's scheduled in, that's yeah. fine. But around that, you know, we can try the paella, we can do this, yeah. we can do that. Uh, it was br- we had a lovely like time. He said as well, this has been a good experience for some of our younger players and some of my older players. <laughs> just, just the thrashing was sort of people, dawning people him. People who couldn't count past six. <laughs> we went to Barcelona nice. together once. I think it was some of your first times. We had a good time, didn't we? We did. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly, and that's what oh, he's talking about. You had three Bailey's markers, I remember rightly. I had, I had at least four. <laughs> I, had, I had flu and you, Peter Donaldson, woke me up by making the sound of an alarm clock in your sleep. Yeah, that's what I do. I, I like the idea of Brendan Rodgers walking around with the certain players behind him with backpacks on with one of those flags. Doing <laughs> yeah. like, doing like, like an head, extended umbrella. Doing like head counts. Look, if you don't mm. follow me, you're not going to win the team tonight. Yeah. <laughs> All right. When they get there, I've got an envelope here. Three of you aren't coming back. Yeah. 
Because <laughs> I've lost your bass parts. Uh, <laughs> OK. Leicester. Uh, um, Leicester I won. love that one of the Bruges players was called Timmy Simons. Love an adult called Timmy. And Don't was, see that very there much. There was a Bruges had a striker called Izquierdo, which is very close to the word for left in Spanish, which was, is Izquierdo, yeah. I think. Right. And he had a chance early on mm. and didn't mm. take it. He didn't hit the target. But um, the well, club... Bruges are the left of the goalkeeper's left of the post. He did. He was on the mind. Um, <laughs> it, the, the, the club Bruges goalkeeper did an absolute Claudio Bravo for the first goal. Oh, he did. And given that their, go- their manager is Miguel Prudhomme, who's, who's a yeah. fantastic goalkeeper mm. back in the day. Was he golden gloves at World Cup 94? He was certainly in 1994. I doubt it. They were went out in the second round in 94. Probably 86 or 90 then. He was very, very good around that time. Yeah. So he'd have been absolutely oh, fuming with that. He's a brilliant goalkeeper, yeah. Mark Albright looked like a man who knew he created a little piece of history when celebrated he celebrated. wildly, didn't he? And, it was, and why not? The, mm. Leicester's first goal in the Champions yeah. League. And I think it was their first goal in European football for 55 years or something like that. And it, it wasn't exactly a classic stroke, but it got them going. And they yeah. never looked back from there. Now, had uh, Bruges taken the lead, it would have been obviously a different story. That's what happens. Goals change games, gentlemen and ladies. Um, is, is Leicester, um, uh, are Leicester rather, uh, concentrating on this league, the Champions League? Because <laughs> I can't see them doing anything in the league this season. It's, it's a little break for them, isn't it? Yeah. It they, certainly they, appears. They'd be very, very, they should certainly be very, very confident qualifying at that group. Mm. They can win that group. Porto well, and Copenhagen, yeah, who drew. Bruges away from home, and they drew, which is a great result for them. Mm. Yeah, and also Ranieri, after the game, was talking them down, wasn't he? He was saying, like, oh, you know, our, our, our oh, aim yeah. is to, 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 you know, to go through to the U- Europa League. And I wonder, at what point is this actually going to start to affect the players in a negative way? Like, is it going to sound like he just doesn't believe in them? And yeah, actually, well, we, they are massively overachieving yeah, and just winging it. No, but, but he's, he's not, not in the league, didn't he? Yeah, but he's not week. saying that to them in the dressing room, is he? Well, you'd, you'd think not, but surely I, I think, I, think a, I think there's a decent percentage of managers who will probably say to their team in pre-season and during all the transitions, don't worry about what I say to the media. Yeah. Don't worry about that. Yeah. We're a group here. We work together. Yeah. Mourinho must do that all the time. Of course he does. Mm. But Ranieri was saying last season... Unless you won't matter. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I will rinse you in the press and I will rinse you in private, With sir. With the exception of you, one. Yeah. <laughs> Everything I say to them... Doctor that, of poetry. I, mean that. Yeah. I yeah. can't remember what you but, did to me. Don't yeah. worry about it. Ranieri <laughs> said last season about, you know, we're just concentrating on 40 points and... I'm sure he said that, and, and yeah. somebody said, "But you've got 55." Yeah, you know. Well, Mares himself even said to me that it's impossible for them to win it, and just wouldn't like with a big grin on his face, wouldn't scored be pushed a, on it. Scored so a penalty, Jim. So have a bit yeah, of a brilliant free kick. Yeah. Yeah, forget that. The free kick was great. If you fancy Mares to score again against Burnley, um, he's eight to five with bet three six five. So ten pound returns twenty six pounds, including your stake. Uh, but Burnley won't make it easy for Leicester. They I mean, certainly won't. Very, very hard. It's a cliche, but they're a very, very hard working mm. team. Mm-hmm. And um, unlucky not to beat Hull. They were very unlucky. Yeah, because they had a lot of the early running in that in that game. It's got some nice goals, Burnley. It, Def- more sort yeah. of individual ones. I mean, it was it Vokes against Celtic. Stephen yeah. DeForce got a nice one too. It, yeah, sure. Uh, did I say against Celtic? Yeah, I said I meant Liverpool. Yeah, sorry. I thought you meant. I, um, I sort of weirdly knew what you meant. Yeah. <laughs> you'll never walk alone. Confusing. Maybe that's yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah the, the the Brendan Rodgers connection. Yeah, uh, but uh, but very good. But if if they get another penalty, will Maris take it? Because he did score a penalty. Uh, but but Ranieri inc- incidentally wanted Slimani to take the penalty, not Maris, because Maris has missed three of his last four before that kick against Club Bruges and Ranieri said if he hadn't scored I'd take his neck and crush his neck yeah. <laughs> but he took the responsibility and scored he was a lucky man I, be- I mean I, be- I bet he's got these signed that contract isn't it yeah. <laughs> I've I got would... a manager threatening to, to literally murder me to would... crush my neck crush I'm not even my neck. crush it I mean he can speak English better than that <laughs> right now surely between two bricks he Eni can man management better than that as well Jim Old Mares <laughs> rifled it straight down the middle didn't he, he? did yeah, yeah. very confident penalty yeah you, you, are you starting to well, I say worry about Burnley. I mean, they you know they didn't lose against Hull, but it's one of those ones. They are the, seen as the whipping boys alongside Hull City, of course. Leicester yeah. need to pick up points. Leicester and do. They, yeah, they need to, to start winning games. They've not done that much. So Leicester need to crush Burnley. They do need to crush, crush Burnley's necks. necks. 
to burn their burning necks. That's a terrifying thought. And what do Crystal Palace need to do against Stoke? I mean, presumably win. But can Pardew get back-to-back wins for Palace for the first time since December last year? They can, because Stoke are truly dreadful. (laughs) (laughs) Well... In 2016, Palace have won three games out of 23 in the league, but Stoke are tr- struggling themselves. And unlike Palace, they've yet to win the, in the league this season, but they've only won six of their last 23 in the league in 2016 as well. And they've been on the end of some heavy beatings, as I said earlier in the week. Yeah. They've, they've conceded three or more eight times this year, I think. Yeah, and they've yeah. lost three on the bounce as well. They're not so, a good team. And I think Palace have beaten them four times out of the last six in the Premier League. Yeah. So, yeah, that's um, the stats suggest that Pardew's going to have a lovely afternoon, but, you know doesn't always work like that, does it? I'd, lo- I'd, love to, I don't, I'd love to see some sort of altercation between Pardew and Hughes. I think that's I think that it could be pretty box office, actually. It could happen. Mm. It could yeah, happen. But even Pardew would think, obviously, he, he fancies himself a bit, but even he would look at Hughes and think, nah, I better not. No, but Pardew's all about making a big show of doing something, knowing he's never actually going to do it. Mm. So but Hughes, if, if anything, becomes a better target for that exact the, reason. The only di- they're both predisposed to that. The only difference between Hughes and um, Pardew is that Hughes, you'd think, would back it up. With, but a, bit, with a bit of good old-fashioned... Fisty calf. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, Hughes kind of goes missing when big things happen, like the handshake stuff. It's yeah, not like, like he kind of like but last week shoots he, people out. Last week he made a big bluster out of making a protest about one thing or another because his team got mm-hmm. handily beaten. But I know what you mean about the Pardew thing, but what happens if Hughes puts it on Pardew? That's a quandary for Pards because he can't back down in front of his home fans. <laughs> but at the same time, he knows he's not in Hughes' league. Does, so he, it, does he do the little dance to get himself out of it? No, he, tra- he tries to get. Yeah. A, he tries to make it about more than just them. He gets other people involved quickly so it becomes yeah. a, a melee and I'm then thinking, he can sort of escape from it unscathed. I'm thinking like fourth official. Yeah, get him involved. But the, the way that Mourinho did that sort of went round the back of um, the late uh, Villanova, Villanova and poked him in the eye. Yeah. Could, I, I wouldn't put that beyond pods. Start spraying, uh, vanishing spray around, maybe. Put yeah. chewing gum in his hair. I don't, I, <laughs> I, but, but then in the current climate, though, would Pard sort of say, well, he's a fellow British manager? Yeah. Maybe. 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 We don't get, we don't get enough chances. <laughs> we shouldn't be fighting amongst ourselves. He's, yeah, right. below, he's below me in the table. He's making me look good. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. You know, he played his part. Yeah. Uh, but I, I, that, it's a tricky one to call, because um, Stoke, I would say, you know, are a better team than Palace. But on form, I mean, Palace obviously won last week. You would fancy them. Yeah, to I win. thought Middlesbrough were disappointing. I did. I, mm. I don't want to take anything away from Palace because obviously it's a long, long uh, asked after win for their fans, and obviously Palace fans are decent. But I thought Middlesbrough were disappointing. They mm. weren't at the level they've been at before that. Mm. And I said to you before that the way that Ben Take scored that goal. Uh, when no one closed down Zaha, it was pretty scandalous, really, this early in the season. So, I mean, I don't fully know how good Crystal Palace are. I know how good Stoke are. Yeah. <laughs> not very good. Well, but, but, they ha- but they are a decent side yeah. on paper. They've Stoke just not clicked are, this season. Yeah, Stoke are a better team than we're seeing. I don't think this, this is going to be indicative of their form for the whole season, surely. Because, you know, if you, if you base it on now, you'd back them to go down, which, you know, I don't think you would. But do you, do you genuinely think you know what type of team Stoke are then? Because I don't think I do. I, th- I think they're not, obviously not a team they were under Pulis. I, th- I think I know what team they're Aiming to be, they're trying to, they're, you know, they're, they're not as, uh, there's not, not as robust as they were under under Pulis. But uh, I mean, st- Hughes, worth remembering, Hughes almost had them playing a sort of Swansea style of football not that long ago, and I think that's what he's aiming to get back to. But he's got new players to integrate into the team, yeah. and they're just in a rough patch of form. Yeah, and they've got Bonnie. I, I always think it's, a, yeah, they have, but I, and he's much more suited to their type, type of football than he was Man City's. But I just think it's a bit. I don't know if you guys agree, but when teams get beat and they're going a bad run, that's fine. But when they start getting beaten a lot by a lot of goals. You start to think, actually, are they buying into what he's trying to do here? Mm. I mean, the fact that they've conceded so many goals so often, because you, you lose occasional goes one nil, two nil, two one, whatever, because you, you're at it, and sometimes it doesn't work out for you. But when your heads drop and you start conceding four, 
I think that really is a sad and, and dangerous indictment of what the manager's doing and whether the players buy into it or not. That's what I'm suggesting. I'm not saying that's definitely the case, but it, it points towards that for me. Yeah. You, I, you, what are you trying to say here, Luke? You know uh, something on the inside. No, I'm trying to say, Mark, if you're listening, <laughs> big, big fan of your work generally, <laughs> do you need a fresh start? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if you need a punch bag, I'm no, not your man. I'm not say- yeah, that's exactly <laughs> what I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. Get, he, headers and volleys. He knows how to volley the ball. Oh, and also pards, but the other day was making faces behind your back. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, there we are. We are going to talk more about the Premier League after this. Heads up, it's the Ramblers. Welcome back to the preview show, everybody. Before we go on, uh, don't forget, we are live in Winchester on the 30th of September, Friday it's a, night. It's a Friday night. It's a Friday night kickoff. We're, we're getting involved. There's still tickets available for yeah. our, our version of Friday night football. <laughs> <laughs> there will be sofas. Yeah. Will there? No, probably well, not. No, probably not. Back yeah, stairs, it might be. Sofas. Ladies. Yeah. Peter Tunnel. There won't be any ladies. There won't be any ladies. But no, the tickets are still available, so go over to thefootballrealm.com and uh, you can you can purchase them. You yeah. can purchase oh, all of them. Before we move on, I should say that Kelly, uh, the always excellent Kelly Wells, has reviewed Joey Barton's autobiography. Yes. And it's apparently a r- roaring read. Um, I haven't <laughs> read her review yet because it's not been published, but mm. it will be out by the time you hear this, so go over to thefootballrealm.com and read it. Something I recommend you do post-haste. Well, Joey Barton has just been uh, getting in uh, a fracas or two with uh, his, his Rangers teammates and has been sent mm. home from training for the week. Is that, is that yeah, right? Yeah. He's peak Barton at the moment. It mm. seemed like he'd calmed down for a good few years, but going up there, he's just, he's just firing shots left, right, yeah, and centre. You, you know what's happened, though. Yeah. I'll, 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 I can tell exactly what's happened. Off the back of an absolute hammering by Celtic. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's heads are dropped, and then Barton will just Home be... Home truths. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Three games in the in. Yeah. Oh, dear. But gonna be like, Jerry, this is my job. Yeah. No, no, I've, I've got it. For Not me. for long. Yeah. <laughs> so it's all it's all kicking off. He, he played very well last season. To be fair, it was he was good. It was quite a good signing. Yeah, because it, it helped Burnley thought, go up. He was one of the best players in the championship. I he think. was voted, I think, best player in the championship. Wasn't he was in the championship team of the, of the year. year yeah. okay. I thought that the ego in him would fancy another crack at the Premier League. Yeah, I thought that yeah. as well. It's well, funny when players do didn't that. agree. Well, I don't think it was that though. I think he, uh, but but it happened with um, with Paul Merson when Portsmouth got promoted. Yeah, he just said, "Cheers, I don't think I'm up to Premier League," and, yeah. and they got rid of him. Yeah, but Merson probably wasn't up to the Premier League in terms of. Uh, yeah, he was the one of the best players in the division. He was, but uh, I think that he probably enjoyed himself. I think when you get to a certain stage of your career, yeah, you probably enjoy being one of the best players in the league and you probably enjoy playing for one of the best teams in the league and when you go up you think oh my goodness I'm going to have to I, I'm going to be doing a totally different job he's played a lot in the Premier League yeah. and that's Peter, why Pete's still part of the round ball I just enjoy myself I'm yeah. very much like the ex-Arsenal squad of those years I know I'm enjoying yourself you've been I'm, offered like more serious more heavyweight football shows but mm-hmm. yeah, no, kind of comfortable really, I'm Danny Dyer <laughs> as, as, they, as they said uh, at school you know it's better to be top of set two for maths than bottom of set one how Did would they you say know? that to you? Yeah. Oh, I, <laughs> I, I, I say would, would, uh, yeah. I would uh, save myself from relegation every year. <laughs> <laughs> I was the Coventry City uh, circa Dion Dublin of that <laughs> set one of maths. Right. Yeah, that's it. The mid 90s Southampton. If you, yeah. Whatever, take your pick. Yeah. Let's just say the Sunderland guys. Come on. Yeah, Come Sunderland. on, guys. No, because Sunderland would go down. Yeah. <laughs> Eventually um, they will. Yeah, the Wigan before they went down. That was me. <laughs> you know, and that, that was me. That was it. <laughs> yeah, full proud of myself. Marcus, uh, I'll tell you what, when we go, when we do the live show in Winchester, we'll get someone to introduce you on as, as the. As the uh, 
the uh, Coventry City of Maths. <laughs> <laughs> the uh, the consistent set one maths. Yeah, uh, Marcus Speller, that's me. At UEFA, they've got a new president. How about this? This is exciting. Big news. Perhaps it's just uh, like a conveyor belt, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> well, they've got a new president in the form of Slovenian Alexander Seferin. I, I like the way that you say the form because it you know implies that they're all creatures. Yeah, who shapeshift. Well, Jim, Seferin Seferin well. sounds like a, a drug you take. You uh, unwell? Uh, yeah, I will be. Actually. Get me some Seferin. Yeah, uh, yeah. I, I'm going to leave that there. Um, is that is that because of um, your problem? What do you mean, my problem? <laughs> <laughs> You know, the one I have. The, blockage. the, the blockage. one. Look, I, I have spoken more about football this week than you have this week, which yeah. is a surprise. Yeah, you you want to talk about my bot bot? Well, yeah, but you we want to talk about. We haven't talked about your blockage. I didn't say bot bot, I said blockage. Yeah. <laughs> you, you put some meat on that bone, so to speak. You're the one looking dangerous. That's the problem. Ill. Too much yeah. meat. <laughs> I once didn't poo for two weeks. So. <laughs> Didn't but I'm fine only, now, all right? You only have three jobbies in one year once. Yeah. No, so that's, what Luke, that's what Luke tells people who don't even know me, which is upsetting. 2012 Spursy, he's Anus Horribilis. Anus Horribilis. I love that. He t- Luke tells people who don't even know me yeah, that. Yeah, It was three in 2012. You told me that. I did not tell you that, your, because that would be ridiculous. Your, an- your Anus Horribilis. <laughs> They would have to have caught up in my anus. intestines. Yeah, there yeah. we go. Ah, uh, 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 Joby. What was that about your intestines? <laughs> Let's go on with Slovenian Alexander Three Seferin. Three in a year, though. <laughs> Three in a year. They were good ones, though. Yeah. <laughs> oh, it was the imperfect hat trick. Yeah. They were good. I uh, take time off. <laughs> <laughs> Seferin, he's 48 years old and a lawyer by trade. Having Spring also... chicken compared to Haviland. Well, yeah, yeah. And it's, uh, there's a reason why I've put his age in there. But, um, he's also worked previously in football. He was up against 60-year-old Dutchman, uh, I think it's Michel van Praat. Well, 68 year old Dutchman. Mm, yeah, sorry, yeah. sorry, yeah, 68. Yeah. Um, there's, uh, that, there's that maths. <laughs> 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 one, one out of two, Jim. Yeah. I was How many did Barcelona score again? <laughs> <laughs> 68. Yeah. More than you had dumps in 2012. <laughs> um, Van Prague, he likened himself as the still rocking Rolling Stones and said his age was his uh, unique selling point. Yeah. Whereas uh, Seferin said during not, one... Though, is it? Everyone has slash, an age. Slash yeah. insurance risk. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the only 68-year-old man in the world. <laughs> I don't believe you. Yeah. In this room, because you're all older than me. Yeah. Uh, Severin, during one of his campaign speeches, addressed concerns about his age. He's 48. Yeah. What's he doing here? Well, people thinking he's not experienced enough. Well, they think he's... that. I, I, mean, can, take a, I can take a bone with the best of them. <laughs> don't worry about that. I was a lawyer. Hang on. He's under 50, and he wants to work for this organisation. People in the crash blood is only 60-plus. Yeah. <laughs> people in the crowd think, I didn't even know there were people under 50. <laughs> it's years since I've seen one. Uh, yeah. Michelle Platini was there for the announcement of <laughs> the new... two female ones. <laughs> ah, easy. Uh, Michelle Platini was there for the announcement of the new president and said in a speech that his conscience was clear. And he also said, "You are going to continue this wonderful mission without me for reasons that I won't go into." We know the reasons. Yeah. Well, and thought... your conscience should not be clear. <laughs> I thought he was banned from all football things. Well. Maybe, maybe they sneaking in, dressed like a cleaner. <laughs> <laughs> he, he had the he had the stage at one point. Wow, oh. that's what I mean. He addressed them well, all. They, they unbanned him for part of the Euros, didn't they? So maybe they forgot to reban him, treating that ban with impunity. Mm. <laughs> do, they, do they have like a little tag? If you go near a football, it beeps. So you've got to kind of around the ankle, so. remove all the spherical things from the room, and it doesn't go off. <laughs> Nobody gets alerted. Yeah, <laughs> let all the footballs down. <laughs> Why aren't the footballs square? <laughs> it annoyed me actually because my prediction for the Euros wasn't it that. Well, 
well, I suppose it was still valid because Seth Blatter was in there, but it was Seth Blatter or Michelle Platini would be seen at a game with wearing a fake tash and wigs. Yeah. Sort of, not that Platini wears a wig, but it's some sort of disguise. And then on the eve of the tournament, they said, oh, well, you can come along for a bit. And I thought, oh, brilliant. We'll just wear the no, moustache anyway. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Grow a moustache. Yeah. I'll claim it's a fake one. It is fun to dress up, so just do it anyway. Uh, yeah. So, uh, so what's, what's the upshot of this then? Platini's not... They have a new president. Okay, great. And I... I, I <laughs> Good. Good. <laughs> and he'll be cleaner than yeah. the last one. <laughs> which means he won't be as ridiculously filthy. It's just a two-week stint and maybe someone else will come <laughs> in. Sooner or later it's going to fall on us. We, we're gonna, even though we're tangentially linked to football in such yeah. a, the most vague of ways, they're going to run out of people. But do you think it's, it's a case of, you know what they say about the, you know, the throne, if, if you know, 432 people died, you know, the posh bloke. Who, yeah, yeah, yeah. At yeah. The back like of the King, like the film King Ralph. Right, yeah. okay. Yeah. It's like the end of this series of... No, let's not do that. No, 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 no. Doing that. Stop it. Well, yeah. I didn't realise everyone saw. I forgot about the spoiler Oi, thing. That's enough. Yeah. All good. right. Oh, you, to be fair, you're getting better. What was the last I'm thing you better. spoiled? What? It was, uh, it was cards, House of Cards. It? Yeah, but it was 2008 or something. Oh, gee, I'm just not even starting that. Yeah. Bit cry well, babies. A lot of people aren't now because they know what happened. <laughs> <laughs> but they don't. Uh, go on. Oh, well, no, this is. I, I'm actually ashamed to even interrupt you to say it, so I'm not going to say it. <laughs> I was going to say, <laughs> no, if anyone here is going to be UEFA president, it'll be me because I'm the oldest, but move on. Oh, no, there we are. <laughs> That's fine. That is absolutely <laughs> fine. Literally the most pathetic thing I've heard yeah. on the podcast, oh. and that is a big old oh, field. You're hard. Spurs are playing Sunderland. A bad start in the Champions League for Spurs. The old North London playing in the uh, Wembley Stadium in the Champions League yeah, syndrome. Very yeah. niche curse. I wonder if um, I wonder if they picked slightly too attacking a lineup after the uh, the buoyancy of the win against Stoke. Possibly. Mm, I yeah. think going forward they look really good. They use the extra space well. But the flip side of that obviously was that defensively they were a little uh, maybe a little indisciplined. They tentative, I thought they were tentative, tentative and, yeah. and, and nervous as well. And I think maybe again the, the pitch dimensions probably played a part in that because you're just defending a, a lot more space. I don't, think, I don't think. I don't think when we pitch is that big. It's not as big it's as it's bigger than, it their, than their pitch. Is they've it? been training okay. on. They, That's they, what they, they have, they, haven't they? Been yeah. Training on that, that size pitch, and you know, training on it for a bit isn't really going to prepare you in but the same ac- way. Across the midfield, they pick Dyer, Ali. Um, Ali was playing in a more yeah Son Ericsson, Ericsson. and uh, Lamella. Lamella very yeah. attacking. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And they, but, they had chances, didn't they? Uh, absolutely, they're fifty to one with better because it's five to win the Champions League now. Um, after that reversal to Monaco, so ten pound on that will return you a five hundred and ten pound in your stake if, of course, they win it. Mm. If, of course, they win it. Yeah, it was it was a proper sucker punch that first Monaco goal. The second yeah. one, I love a proper roofed goal. Yeah, you know when it the, like, the old Capoue. Yeah. yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Capoue. Yeah, formerly was, of the Spurs Parish, of course. Yeah. Well, if if the if he'd have if his timing wasn't quite as good, that ball could have gone out the stadium. Yeah, but you don't mind that, do you? No, don't exactly. Mind. That's what I mean. That's the, that's the chance you take, Peter. Take a chance, exactly. Take a chance. You know, with, with a roofed one. Uh, Sunderland, they were beaten by Lukaku and Everton in their last home match. Um, for, let's talk about former Sunderland manager Paolo Di Canio. Okay. Yes. Suspended by Sky Sport Italia after he wore a short, uh, short-sleeved shirt uh, revealing his fascist tattoos on TV. And I, I love the quote from this. Uh, Sky Italia said, After talking at length with Di Canio, despite his professionalism... <laughs> professionalism <laughs> and football expertise and t- knife yeah <laughs> together together we decided to suspend his collaboration that's not how it happened no. collaboration we you had to to find a padded room right <laughs> <laughs> you needed to talk him down and when you got nowhere you thought right we're just gonna have to terminate no it was, it was probably partly just uh, lock all the doors intercom job yeah, 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 yeah exactly but, uh, but I'm I, here so you can't get me yeah <laughs> <laughs> with a paper pringles in your hand you've got yeah. um this I, is the studio to can you this is the studio power yeah definitely so where are all the cameras uh, don't worry about that <laughs> this is the studio. Get, get in the bin get in the get 
Get in the bin. Get in the flaming bin. Yeah. That looks like a car. It's the studio. Get in it. It's the tactics truck. Yeah. <laughs> but, like, I was on the WhatsApp group with the fellow, my fellow ramblers. So I go, oh, look, he's been suspended. And then for his fascist tattoos, his, his Duccia tattoo. And, um... <laughs> and and then and then you went, Luke. Uh, surely that's common knowledge. I'm going. Yeah, yeah it is, isn't it? Well, it is not common that. knowledge that well, he had the, that tattoo, the, didn't he? The point I'd make on this is it's common knowledge that he has those tattoos. Yeah. it's been talked about before. He's also been caught <laughs> doing um, fascist salutes as well. Yeah, but like but, as goal celebrations, like caught implies it was yeah. in private. He's yeah. been very public <laughs> about it, hasn't he? Doesn't yeah. deny it. He brazenly did it. He did it in front of ten of the sounds of people. Pete and I um, got information through about some TV thing we're doing coming up, mm. and the, and the wardrobe instructions. We're incredible. With the greatest respect, uh, look, we're not Paolo DeCanio. Yeah, how's it gone through? <laughs> Director, floor manager, producer, fellow presenters, fellow pundits. Don't let them know. What one of them has said, <laughs> you sure about that? No one said that at any point. Yeah, but that's, you know, you but don't it's DeCanio. No racist tattoos, do you? It's Deca- you've booked DeCanio. Yeah, yeah but do you, not think, do you not think he walked in and, I don't know, they probably said to the to the, uh, to the the runner or something, make sure DeCanio, and the runner's turned to him and gone, ah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Can we get yeah, some I'll, makeup I'll, on I'll that? Just, I'll no? hope for okay. the best. Um, Paolo. You wanna just tell you. <laughs> he said he doesn't want to. He said he doesn't want to. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I wouldn't do it. You couldn't pay me enough to confront Paolo De Canio about, about, his, his, about his attire. About he, his attire. He'd crush your throat. Yeah, he would. And he'd break back into your house. <laughs> Still, <laughs> was, like he did at Swindon that time. <laughs> Swindon, he did that. I think it was. Oh, what was this? Paolo De Canio. Oh, he, he broke back into the club, yeah. yeah. He broke back into the club to get his stuff. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> well, if it's his stuff. Mm. Well, they'll go with the. Oh, well, that's how it works, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's, it's my, my stuff, stuff, isn't it's it? It's my stuff. Knock the door. Just knock on the door. Yeah, I suppose you can't break into a bank. Well, I've got money in here. Yeah, it's my money. <laughs> just throw a dart yeah. behind. Oh, just, right, no. I refuse to leave until I finish counting these pence out. <laughs> 93 pence. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, but uh, Sunderland, they are um, they are a way to spur Sunderland. I mean, that 3-0 loss against Everton, not, not obviously a mm. good result for them. They, they got a point against Southampton away, which which wasn't bad. But the Everton result was fantastic, from, obviously not if you're a Sunderland fan, but because... Or Ross Barkley. David, you know, quite, quite, he got dragged off, didn't he? But David, David Moyes said before the game, the only thing I missed in Everton all those years was a really good quality striker. Well, we said this. Well, <laughs> they'd, they'd have won the league. Yeah, he said that. Maybe yeah. they would have been challenging, yeah. Yeah, he said they'd challenge. Man United jobs hit him hard. They, fin- they finished fourth one year, to be fair. Still, though. Yeah, well, I don't think they're anywhere near the title, but I, mean, I understand mm. what you mean. I know he's got Jermaine Defoe. People are talking about something for relegation already. I know, it's yeah. bad. Well, we, I'm sure a lot of They'll other win people... win a lot of games at the end, it'll be fine. Yeah, this yeah. is what they do, isn't They'll it? fire someone around about February. Speaking of that, Pete, what a result for those that tune. What a result <laughs> for them Six midweek. Nil. It's the best one yeah, for, for ages. Are you happy about p- potentially putting Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank out of a job? Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank was giving the big one saying, oh, you know, they spent more money than anyone else. <laughs> they have, but they've sold more money than sold, sold more than money. Sold more money. <laughs> they're, they're sold more money. money. Who's selling you money? They've got, yeah. <laughs> the pound is a bit weak <laughs> at the moment. Yeah. This is how we're going to make off it. license. <laughs> we um, picks on me. Pete, uh, um, Jimmy Floyd got given the dreaded vital conference from Les yeah. Ferdinand. Mixed oh. emotions for you, oh. surely. A Newcastle win causing Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank to get a vote of confidence from a Newcastle legend. Yeah. An absolute minefield of emotions. Well, I, I found you'd a, just be delighted with that. I found a video of Les Ferdinand's ex-girlfriend, Danny Bear, presenting Where's on American know. television with Warren Barton, obviously Les Ferdinand's ex-colleague at Newcastle. Whoa. Right. Narrative what in a, my head. What a, Lots narrative. of narrative. Just, oh, imagine, a, imagine a soap opera based entirely around the lives of the entertainers now. Yeah, like a, big, like a big Spanish telenovela. Oh, let's make a kickstart oh, for that. What beautiful. a niche opinion. <laughs> <laughs> what, put that on a mug? <laughs> 
Uh, I think have, it was... The other day he sent a link round from YouTube. Yeah. It's the most weird, one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. 70 views. So he's obviously, he's obviously Googled specifically that thing. <laughs> To find it. Well, it was that inflatable <laughs> it moon. It's absolutely incredulous there. Yeah, yeah, but I mean, that's kind of big, isn't it? The no, inflatable that's a, moon. Yeah, but that was on the BBC News. Oh, was it? Fair yeah. enough, okay. To be 70 views, though. I didn't have you down as a BBC. Yeah, BBC have taken a nosedive. <laughs> so the BBC News, they got 70 views. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They, they follow Pete's Twitter. I thought Rupert Murdoch. That's how, they, that's, how they get, that's how they get the news, they follow Pete on Twitter. You want their sources, are you, Pete? Mm, sources. Mm. Uh, a saucy source. But yeah, so um, where were we? So, yeah, Decanio, he's just raised himself. Uh, Sunderland. We thought Moyes would get them more organised, and perhaps he will go on to do that, but he's got to do it quite quickly. Yeah, well, they do this every year, don't they? They don't really get going until September. And they haven't beaten until Spurs September. in the league uh, since 2010. Yeah, they tend to just really, really badly I thought it was Oct- in, in August. I thought it was October, then. Well, maybe that's yeah, right. I, th- I, think it's, I don't think they've won a game in August or for quite a long time. I thought they got going in about April. <laughs> <laughs> but, you know, I, I read a Sunderland uh, either blogger or match report or something that earlier this week, and it just said that the players aren't good enough. Especially in the midfield, it's not good enough. Not good enough. Well, they keep just getting old Man United players that haven't made the grade, and like the, the patterns at Sunderland just seem to seem to repeat themselves over and over again. Come on, when Zianas are going to start playing? But you, well, you, you played for Man United when everyone was underperforming. Yeah, there you are. perfect. But he's uh, not played well since then, though, is he? That's pull your problem. finger out. Yeah. <laughs> is is the uh, is the, the rallying cry from Moyes? <laughs> and also the advice from my doctor. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's what you that's said to him. Yeah. Just your that, finger. Uh, <laughs> Got to put it somewhere. Uh, Hull City are at home to Arsenal. Arsenal got a handy point away to Paris Saint-Germain, yeah, which we richly deserve. <laughs> just like the three against Southampton. That was an absolute robbery. Unbelievable. Stone absolutely unbelievable. Robbery. Edison Cavani said he took responsibility for PSG. Damn right. Good. <laughs> Not winning the game. <laughs> this is I, an open goal. I, t- I find this quite funny, that, you know, take responsibility. Should clubs have to elect someone to take responsibility for a disappointing well, result? fans do it on Twitter. Yeah, yeah so well. If they true. did, it's fine. All is good and equal because it was Cavani fault <laughs> <laughs> I thought I thought I, I, it was, I was barely I could not find the words to think about how have Arsenal got out there with a draw yeah. <laughs> I, I watched the game I, I don't think they had a shot on target for an hour no no it was, I, it was, there's no fluency that's been the problem with Arsenal for a while and they, they were they were better in the second half they still they weren't were. great but they they had a bit more uh, structure to them and, and Sanchez just is tireless isn't he he doesn't give up and that uh, that was rewarded well, but PS, yeah we should have been were, yeah I mean they, they were they started to get nervous they started to make themselves nervous that they yeah. weren't taking the chances I mean if Zatan had been playing up front for them, they would have they'd have been three, four and up. No, it, yeah. it, it would have been a, a complete annihilation. Mm. That. It's it's a good, but fair enough to Arsenal because it's the, the hardest game, game in the group yeah. on what, paper. What was the what was the Giroud thing? It, like it was very confusing. He, yeah. uh, he he was booked for dissent, I believe. First, right. and then he and Verratti had a little bit of handbags and both got sent off. I think they were trying to game each other a little so, bit, so, and it blew so, up in both of their faces. So what happened? It took me a while to work it out. Even watching the game, he got booked earlier on, as Jim rightly says, and he was on an altercation, and then. The um, the referee gave Verratti a second yellow and a red, but he also gave Giroud a second yellow, but it wasn't picked up by the camera, right. so it looked like he just got given a straight red. Then when you saw the replay, you couldn't see what he had been sent off for, because mm. it wasn't violent conduct. And it's only when it was cleared up later on, someone said, oh, they actually did, was given a second yellow um, for the altercation, but it wasn't picked up by the camera. But yeah. Giroud's contribution was absolutely dreadful. <laughs> yeah, but also, I mean, the team that Wenger put out was strange. I mean, Alexis up front, when you've got Giroud and Perez on the bench, seems yeah. so bizarre. <clears throat> and Coquelin seemed to have this license to roam, which is absolutely not his game. He's there to sort of protect because not away against PSG and, anyway. Anyway. absolutely yeah. yeah it was very very strange what about away against Hull though Jim well hopefully um, uh, well he'll be more disciplined 
I've picked up one for you here, Jim, because um, Alexis Sanchez has got an excellent record against Hull, hasn't he? He does, yeah, he loves playing them. Um, he scored a quite a few against them, and he's 7-5 to five with better 365 to score any time against Hull. So £10 mm. will return you £24 in your stake if he scores. Um, and I think that's you know, fairly likely to happen. He's, he's definitely yeah. got a history of, of really calling the tune against yeah, them. Actually, he's, but uh, if he doesn't, he's scored four and assisted two in his last four games against them. But if he, if he doesn't, then he'll have to take responsibility. He will. But the funny thing about Cavani, just going back to that, is he's obviously such a great player he's got all the assets he's really strong he's good in the air he takes up good positions yeah. he runs um, defenders around he's, always got, he's got, almost got that intangible thing about him that he's always going to let you down like, yeah. something's stopping him being a very very top level forward he's been in mm. shadow for a, a long time now it feels yeah. doesn't it since he, since he moved to PSG but I think there are those those question marks over him that have been for a while well, the old Cavani. But well, yeah, I think it's a fair point, though. Well, I, I just don't think, and I don't want to be harsh on the guy, but I just think that you, if, you've got, if you've got serious designs about winning the Champions League, you can't start with having him leading your line in, in, the, in the game, in, mm. in Champions League games. You just can't, because exactly what will happen has happened. I know he scored a goal, but I mean, that open goal you alluded to, just incredible. He yeah. did everything absolutely just perfectly, panicked. and then he could, had no composure at all, and he completely sliced it about three or four feet wide when he mm. had so much time to, to finish it. Yeah. Some, some of the chances, I think David Ospina deserves some credit. Oh, he for, played for very well. He, no, he absolutely right. He did. Yeah, still. he played well. I hear he's the shortest man ever. Yeah, he is. <laughs> he's the shortest human being yeah. on record. <laughs> he's yeah. actually in minus height. Yeah. <laughs> see the uh, it's Kelvin. He's measured in Kelvin. Uh, <laughs> he uh, so, did you see that? Not even the me- measurement of length, is it? No. 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 Did, but yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's, you know, it's different to the others, isn't it? Yeah, yeah it's slower. Maths. Did you did you see the uh, video that somebody put together on? I think it was on Facebook. or probably one of those vessels uh, oh, yeah. organs of uh, Oxford Chamberlain. How many goals he's almost scored? Absolute. Perlers. Really? Like he hits the ball from like 30 yards every time and he always hits the bar. So there's about, there's about seven or eight absolute worldies uh, that he's, he's kicking never, himself yeah. about. And that's yeah, probably why he Kelvin worldies <laughs> that never happened. There was, there was a, Bizarro world. I think there was a dink or a chip one against Manchester United. Yes, hit the, hit the bar, yeah. yeah when yeah, they were, yeah. I think Arsenal won the game 3-0 or 3-1 and that, I remember that vividly. He's got so many goals where he's just about missed. Yeah. yeah. He must well, hit he, aluminium well, or whatever he, um, posts of. It's not a goal then, is it? No, no. Emphatically no. not. Thanks as a national fan, to be it fair, really isn't. Pete didn't cover that though. <laughs> <laughs> I made it quite clear that he nearly scored Just it. Just reiterating, yeah, Sanchez okay. put a brilliant no-look pass through to him, and he did have a man on him, but he completely sort of like air-shotted it. And it's like, come on, Alex. You know, everyone can see he's better than this, but he's, yeah. I don't yeah. know, his conf- confidence took a knock a few seasons ago and still hasn't yeah. come back. Maybe ha- they should do looking passes then. <laughs> Give him some idea. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Hull are going to win this one 0 Snodgrass, Hull City. Yeah, Snodgrass from about four. No, 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 it'd be more Arsenal if it was Huddleston. Yeah, but, but from Snod- about 40 yards yeah, yeah, out. Snodgrass is like the anti-Arsenal player, isn't he? Yeah, 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 yeah. Everything about us anti-Arsenal. <laughs> I'll tell you what, though. One of the best players in, in the league, I would say, so far this season has been Curtis Davis. He's been excellent. He's been superb for Hull. And uh, um, uh, Lucas has been good midfield He's well. been very good. Yeah. He used to be the future of England, didn't he, Curtis Davis? Very, very high. I'd still say he Ma- was. Uh, many have. <laughs> have many, many have. Many have. Yeah. Again, we probably were in that. No, uh, I wasn't. No, no, Actually, okay, right. pretty much every player that's ever played for England. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say so. I love looking back at those. BBC website um, articles about like, oh, what will England's team be like in 2016 yeah. like, mm. it's so funny why am I Ben Amos in goal 
Yeah. But you sort of can't blame the uh, people. No, no, it's just interesting. Young players around yeah, at I'm, time, not, right? I'm not seriously blaming someone for not being able to predict the actual future, but mm. it's just interesting to watch, yeah, yeah. to look at. Who's going to be the next American president, lol? Yeah. Um, let's have the bet of the week. We're going back to Stamford Bridge for our bet of the week. Ah. Um, and we decided to pick out Diego Costa to score any time against Liverpool at 5-4 to four with bet 365. So our bet 365, best bet of the week. Um, our £50 will return £90, including our stake, with all proceeds heading to Prostate Cancer UK. Um, you must be over the age of 18 to bet and please gamble responsibly and for more information on responsible gambling go to gamblerware.co.uk but Diego Costa I think in this game it's going to go one way or the other actually it's going to go one of three ways goal yeah. Yeah. red card or goal and red card I was going to say yeah don't worry about the red card that won't yeah. stop him from scoring no it won't no obviously you have to score before, <laughs> before the red card yeah. very very difficult after <laughs> this might not have ever been done yeah. mm. ok look into that researchers um, <laughs> and before you went, go into the correspondence do you want to have a little update on uh, the height of our respective mothers oh mm. yes ok yeah, yeah yeah we talked about this a lot if you didn't hear it in the show earlier in the week uh, I mentioned that my mum is 5 foot 5 and mm. uh, you guys were incredulous said you weren't no really no sure. I wasn't I well, a couple of a couple of the group were incredulous, didn't know how tall their own mothers were. So I, put I, it I don't say it like it's a weird thing. Well, I'm gonna put, I've got a Twitter poll here, mate. Okay, so right, we, yeah. the, the listeners are going to decide. <laughs> um, I just said, how tall how tall is your is your mother? Uh, the options were. <laughs> the options were. The great thing about the ramble. Classic is, icebreaker, isn't it? The great thing about the ramble is no one really questioned it. Yeah. Just, just answered it. Uh, so it's it's an it? uh, five foot or shorter. Um, five one to five five, five six to five nine, or taller than five nine. Um, and the winner was five one to five five, with fifty three percent of our listeners' mm. mothers yeah. are between five one and five five. With thirty three percent second was five six to five nine. Uh, 8% were 5 foot or shorter, and just 6% of our listeners' mothers, on average, are taller than 5 foot 9. Yeah. Amazonian mothers, are. Oh, I'd like to see that. Mm. So that's at, at, at time of... <laughs> Sorry, that sounded creepy. At time really? of oh, I want to climb on them. Oh, I'd <laughs> like to see our listeners' tall mums. Oh. <laughs> um, and this is based on a poll of votes on Twitter of over two, uh, just over 1,300 votes, which is actually bigger than some of the polls I do for political purposes. <laughs> it, it's credible as a sample size. Yeah, it is. Good data. Do, do follow us on Twitter, yeah. right? Ramble for that yeah. kind of caper. Yeah. <laughs> it is well worth a term of the end. Peter, well, do we have an email or three? We do have an email or three. Uh, Hi there, fellas. This is from Jordan. He says, bit of a stretch, but I think I just saw Ronald Koeman lining up for a bus in Adelaide, Australia. No photo provided because I didn't take one in case I was wrong. You were definitely wrong, Jordan. You were definitely, <laughs> definitely wrong. You could have been dropping off Ross Barkley. <laughs> me. Find your um, way back from there. <laughs> when you do, you can play Oi, him. Please don't Frank come back. back from here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Stu, the purists, says, uh, you think match today is bad about subtly giving away the upcoming events and the highlights? Try this from being Sports during the Wednesday Champion League, uh, Champions League wrap-up of Porto versus Copenhagen. Well, that's a first yellow for Gregus. He eventually gets his marching orders. <laughs> <laughs> That is unbelievable. So, so match of the day, do you do that? With match of the day, um, do they really? So, oh. so what happens is I've noticed. Well, a lot of people have noticed. If a player comes off the bench and just comes off the bench, yes, they show it in the graphic in the left hand yeah. corner. If he's going to score or affect the game in some way, they show him coming on. Yeah, right. And once yeah. you know, yeah. and once you know, you know, something's yeah. going to happen. Or he's going to get sent off. Or yeah. Yeah. yeah, and a, a, a needless booking or a, a seemingly show it. Yeah, mm. unnecessary booking yeah. Yeah, always comes up. Well, that's why I like to fall. You know, yeah, people, people don't really watch match of the day not knowing the result now. Anyway, do they? They used to back in the day. We used to. 
yeah, not yeah, really yeah. know. Uh, Rory says, Ramblers, as part of a getting-to-know-you session with some of the new pupils at school, <laughs> I ran a 17-a-side football match with a new cohort of Year 7s, which sounds insane. 17 yeah. a yeah, school. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Immediately, one lad stood out as he proceeded to nutmeg three players and bend a shot in off the crossbar for about 25 yards Ooh. out. At the end of the session, I approached him and asked where he'd been playing in his junior years. He explained that he'd been in Fulham's youth team and a host of others local to our area. He then announced that his uncle was a professional footballer. Assuming it would be someone from the Basingstoke squad, which is our local club, I casually asked who it was. His response was Emmanuel Riviere. Oh, OK. Intrigued, I asked him more about his uncle and what it is like to be re- related to a professional footballer. His response was priceless. He explained that they were often going to go and see him in Newcastle, but he was always on holiday. <laughs> I don't know if this is a reflection of his time at Newcastle, or he genuinely always was abroad. I then stated, still, it looks really exciting to be related to such a good footballer. His response was a shrug of the shoulders and a sarcastic comment of, really, sir? Shocked by his brutal assessment of his own uncle's ability, <laughs> I quickly retorted, well, he scored a few goals for Newcastle, at least. Needless to say, he had the last laugh when he said it was only the solitary goal, a fact comp- confirmed by Wikipedia. You can choose your friends, but you can't choose your family. No, you can't. Outrageous future, work from the nephew. Future Newcastle Hall of Famer. Shippy nephew. Yep. Yeah, there's plenty of them. Exactly. Uh, hello also to uh, Jordan Fawcett. I thought I'd drop you an email to explain how you all helped me complete the Great North Run last weekend. First, I must explain how you changed my life. Uh, strong. Having never previously <laughs> listened, listened to the ramble, two of my friends took me to your live show in Newcastle back in April. I was instantly hooked and slightly concerned for Pete as a human being, and from that point I haven't missed a show. Which, which oh. is a good sign, because, you know, all you people who are thinking about bringing your friends to Worcester or yeah. any of the ones in Bristol or Cardiff or places like that. Worcester? I was going to say, we're not playing Sorry, Worcester. Sorry, Winchester. <laughs> I'm playing Worcester, oh God. <laughs> Can we check our train tickets? Have you, have you booked a theatre on your own again? <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to notice that since Pete's actually taken full responsibility of printing out the emails this week, all about Newcastle. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, it mentions Newcastle. Yeah. yeah. That's good enough. So after the Great North Run last year and failing to get under my tag in two hours, my friend recommend I create a playlist and have some prompt to let me know when I should mm. reach each mile marker. Then I know whether I'm on track or whether to speed up. So what better way to do this than listen to my favourite podcast opposed to listening to the same songs I've heard a hundred times before. In my exuberance of wanting to listen to the ramble as soon as it's released, I forget to save two episodes for the run. So he puts his hand in his pocket, he forks out for Aircast Plus, what was it? Forks out, two quid a month, unbelievable. Yeah. One, one, nine, nine, nine. Nine. Less yeah. than All two right. quid. Yeah. <laughs> we all know what that price is. It's two pounds. <laughs> so I could access the specials. Uh, after choosing Summer of Salmon Le Tonnoir, obviously, I use some audio editing software. I'm not sure how I feel about this. And uh, <laughs> split it all up into... Uh, could have edited me out. And split it all up into nine minutes, nine, 16 second segments. The mile markers I needed to run under two hours. To make it interesting, I inserted a little motivational message to, to coincide with each show. For example, you should be at mile two, you melt. And that's mile seven, you little slug. Uh, I knew I was slightly ahead and crossed the finish line in one hour, 55 minutes and 10 seconds. So is, is it, one hour, 55 minutes, is that like two hours then, Pete? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah. We all know all right. that time, it's two hours. All right, fair oh. news. Anyway, well, we look forward yeah. to entertaining him at the Great Yarmouth Show. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Jordan Fawcett. Yeah, seriously, do come along to the Plymouth one. We, uh, we Stop it. Yeah. People will get confused. Yeah. Thefootballramble.com yeah. for all the dates and locations. Shut up. Yeah. Um, we also got Shut an email. Up. I never saw it, Pete. We also got an email from a guy asking about the whereabouts of Kevin, the famous Kevin Carruthers. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, I, well, yeah. I presume we sort of dealt with that kind of well, myth if, slash not if, myth. If, you, if, you're a new, if you're a new listener, um, mm. essentially back in the day, Kevin Carruthers, we changed his name to protect the innocent. He got a new job and there was a sort of, conf- sort of a breakdown of communication and his boss thought he was a Spurs fan when actually he was a Leeds fan and it got it went too far and he couldn't 
change it. He ended up mm. having to go to, he went to the company's box to watch Spurs mm. at White Lane. He had to pretend to celebrate Spurs goals. Yeah, and all learn this stuff. all about the sort of ins and outs of the squad. Yeah, about the club and everything like that. And uh, he, he's disappeared. <laughs> we haven't heard from him for ages. So hopefully, maybe he's moved companies, maybe mm. he's got out of that particular mm. conceit. But if you are around there, Kevin Carruthers, let us know. Get in touch. <laughs> He's a uh, testicle mat, there's him. Yeah, testicle Kevin from Fife. Well. But testicle mat gets in touch every so often. He sends, mm. he sends the, the, bat sig- the testicle signal up every so often. <laughs> <laughs> Which just looks like the moon. Yeah, it does, yeah. yeah. Two moons. Yeah. certainly does. <laughs> uh, I, I think that's it for, for this thing. Thank Two you very much. moons and a sack. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Two moons and a sack. <laughs> oh, in a sack. Yeah. Right, okay, fair yeah. dues. Right, that's enough. Thank you for <laughs> listening to the Football Ramble preview show sponsored by Vet365. Uh, we are doing live shows. Go to thefootballramble.com uh, for more information there and for all your goodies, mugs and whatnot. Mm. Say goodbye, Jim. Sorry, mate, I zoned out. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Say goodbye, Luke. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Pete. Bye. And it's goodbye from me. Bye.